0: Welcome to our daily inspiration podcast. Inspired Church has been walking through a 30-day journey as we reorient our lives to life-giving practices that help us abide in Christ. The rhythm that we will be learning about this week is on a topic of generosity. As you get inspired and encouraged to be a person of giving, we invite you to head to inspirechurches.com to partner with us as we reach our 25 for 25 matching grant so that as a church, we can practice the beautiful gift of giving.
1: I inspire family. My name is Rodrigo Alfaro, and I am the executive director of Build.org here in the Bay Area. Um, build is a high school entrepreneurship program where our mission is really to ignite the power of youth in under resourced communities to build career success, entrepreneurial mindsets, and opportunity. Essentially, we help students become the CEOs of their own lives. And, and I'm so grateful to be a part of this series with you all as you are joining, as you are going through the rhythms of life and really being able to think through how God really encompasses every aspect of your life and really finding the rhythm and the patterns and the habits that, that really makes us disciples of him. And, and in this time, we're, we're talking about generosity. If you are, if, for those of you guys who are familiar, if you're not, um, with structures of nonprofits and, you know, org charts and job titles. Um, executive director. Um, largely, what we do is, is we're fundraisers. You know, we do a lot of vision casting. We do a lot of structural pieces, but but really a big chunk of our time really goes towards fundraising. Um, and to be to be quite honest, um, that's been one of the hardest growth opportunities, growth areas of my own professional career. You see, I I grew up in church, and I. I believe in service and I believe in, in giving of your time and, and I believe in tithing and I believe in giving uh, of your resources. But asking for money was a really hard part for me. Um, money in general was hard for me to talk about, to discuss. Because I, I grew up in a in an immigrant household where we saw money as something that was transactional. You see, I I, I was taught that If I needed money, if I wanted money, then I had to work for it, right? Like I had to do something in exchange. I had to, you know, really force myself or or do something to be able to receive. So naturally when it came to giving and it came to talking about um, asking for donations and the kind of work that I'm in, it was hard. It was hard for me. It was hard for me to do. Why? Because I even had this misconception um, in the church, um, even when I was growing up, of that, you know, 1 Timothy 6.10, where, where it says the love of money is the root of all evil, like, it was this thing that was taught to me, and I don't know if this was intentional by, by pastors or leaders to, to say it this way, but what, what I was interpreting as a young person was really that, like, money was all bad, and that, that I should stay away from money, and all and greed is bad, and all those things were, were evil, and so therefore I should steer clear of it, Right. And that's not necessarily what that verse says. And that's not necessarily what scripture says. Scripture says it's, it's the love of money, it's the greed. Money is a tool, it's a vehicle for, for, for God. He allows that to happen. He gives us the resources we want and we, have, we need towards it and what we're stewards of. But it's when those things, when, when the money becomes a priority, when the money becomes the, the, the leader or the director of what you're trying to do that's when it's it's something wrong with it. And so in my own journey, as I was processing, talking about money, asking for donations and things like that, I really went through this journey and this process of understanding what generosity was really about. And essentially, there was three areas that that really hit home for me. And and I want to walk you all through it in our time together today um, about what generosity is about. And one of the pieces that I really understood in in my own growth and my own journey, as I mentioned to you before um, about money and being very transactional about your money is understanding that generosity is not a transactional, it's not about transactions, but it's about transformation. It, It is what can be transformed through your generosity. What can change? What can be shifted? What, what paradigms could be moved if you just give? And now I know sometimes people get a little intimidated talking about giving and donations and money, and that's fine. Like I said, I went through my own journey of it. But I also find it interesting that Paul talks about it in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, that everyone should give what you already put in your heart. Not, not out of obligation, not... Not out of ex- expectancy, uh, but really just out of what God has already placed inside of you. Right? It is, it is not out of compulsion. It's not because you're relun- reluctant to do it, not because someone's obligating or challenging you to do this. It's really because this is what God put on your heart to do. It is this piece that says I'm comfortable, and that and that I that I'm challenged by the same stretch to say that it's not about me and that I'm, I'm just a steward of this piece that I'm given. It is just 10%, it is my offering, it is my tithe, it is what I have, it's, the, it's what I'm doing in a transactional state to give back out to be transformational is one of the key pieces of generosity. The next piece that, that I share with you all in, in this journey was really around time. Time is probably one of the most valuable pieces that we have. Why? Because unlike money, money we can make more money, right? Like you go find you could work more hours, you could find a higher paying job, you could work with a financial advisor, you could start investing, you could start doing all these other pieces to make more money. But time, see time we're, we're essentially on a ticket like we are counting down the moments until we're no longer on this earth we're counting down those moments right because we're limited by the 24-hour day 168 hours a week 672 hours in a month 8700 hours in a year all limiting us into what we could do so so there's this piece of generosity of like saying okay i have only this amount of time left, I only have this amount of time that I, that I have, and when I say left, I mean, left on this earth, right, <laughs> in, this, in my life, in my ability, what am I going to do with it? Where am I dedicating my life to? Where, where am I prioritizing my time? Where am I giving up my time? Where, where can I give up my time? That could be in the church, that could be in a community organization. That could be through a relationship and a mentorship and, 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 and in, a, in a way that you are investing one of the most limited assets in your disposal, that you are giving them away, not for selfish gain, but that someone else can be transformed, right? Like we, in an organization, um, a big component is is really built around uh, relationships of having positive, stable adult relationships and people volunteering, you know, a number of times a year and a number of times a a week or a month. And I see the transformative action that happens and takes place in these young people's lives. Why? Because someone is choosing to spend a portion of their day with them. And I think about what God could do with the bit of time that you have What kind of transformational pieces can give? This is part of your generosity, the mindset that it's not just about money, but it's all about the resources you have. And what leads us into the third area of what what I'd like to share with you is is those resources. it's, It's the wisdom that you've gained in your life. It's the knowledge that you've gained. It's the social capital that you've acquired, right? Like let's be real a big part of his social capital and like your networks and professional socially, what are you doing with those pieces? What are you, where, where, where are you going with them? How are you investing back to something that God has created for you? Right? Like I, I too often do I see us hoarding relationships, hoarding knowledge, hoarding, hoarding wisdom. Oh, um, because either I'm afraid of what people will think or say, or, Or what will they do with what I give them, right? A big part of what I love doing just naturally is just connecting people. I realized early on that I'm probably not the wisest person on this earth. And I'm okay with that. I don't need to be that. But I might know a good number of people. I know a lot of amazing people. And if I connect these amazing people with these other amazing people what could happen what transformative peace could happen but that also requires me to step out of the way that requires me to let go of that relationship to let go of that peace let go of myself and give that away that means that Sometimes I might give advice that might be, sometimes I serve as a consultant, that means sometimes I serve as a board member and I give my, give my pieces and my feedback. And I also know that I might not be responsible for implementing it. And, and really, this is what I'm, that I've come to understand is that generosity is really about relinquishing control. It's about letting go of control. See, when we give our money, we're letting go of our money. We're letting go of what God's already given us. It's trusting that where that money's going is going to be used for something good. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't believe, I I firmly don't believe that you should just blindly give. I I believe in transparent uh, organizations. I believe that there's importance to that. I, I believe in all those pieces, but I trust that wherever my money's going, Wherever I'm giving my money to, whether that's a church, whether that's a charity, um, whatever it might be, whether that's a, an individual, I'm trusting that they will make the most use of that funds, of those resources that I'm giving. It's me trusting that when I volunteer for something, I'm trusting leadership. I'm trusting someone else's vision. I'm submitting myself. I'm no longer my like the person I am at work where I have influence, when I have clout, where I have the ability to guide and direct, when I'm volunteering, I'm submitting to someone else's vision. I'm submitting myself to to something bigger than myself. I'm surrendering all the pieces that I hold, all my chips, I'm laying them down to follow someone else, right? It's me letting go of my resources, right? Like what I just shared, right? It's letting go. It's saying that I might say something, I might give my, my advice, but I'm not responsible for seeing that through, you know, Max Lucado says it this way: He says we can't take control because control is not ours to take. It's all about God, right? Like it's all about His will. It's not our will, but His will. And 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 about two two years ago, when I started going through through a bigger journey about control, I I was connecting with a professional coach at the time, and. And you know, I was talking through some challenges I was having at work and I was like, man, you know, it, this isn't happening the way I think it should happen. And I was like, you know, we, you know, if we did this, if we did that, you know, X, Y, and Z, like, you know, I'm talking to my coach and I'm like, how, you know, honestly, and this very selfishly speaking just being real with y'all, <laughs> and I was like, how, do, how should I message this so that it gets done? And that was honestly my open-ended question. So hopefully, get a response so that I could see my piece go through. And instead, my my coach actually proposed a question back to me. And he said this, He says, "And what if they don't do it? What happens? What if it doesn't go the way that you think it should? What's the worst case scenario? And I remember thinking to myself, and I was like, Oh, you know, we we you know again. I'm in the nonprofit world, so we we focus around donations. We focus around data. We have goals and metrics. And I was like, oh, we might lose funders. And he asked me the question, Would you really? Will you really lose a funder? And I was like, well, maybe. I mean, I guess we could explain why we didn't do this this way. He's all right. And like, I was like, but 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 you know, we're we're you know this these students aren't going to get X Y and Z. He's all, but. he asked me again, he thought, but really are they, is that something that they really essentially need? And I was like, well, not really, I I guess not. And he's like, so so what happens if you just let go? What happens if you give up control? And it took me through this journey that I began to realize that I was holding on to way more than I should have. And I felt God really speaking to me is that if I really wanted to have a heart that was filled with generosity, filled with giving that every aspect of my life was built around. I needed to understand that it was all about relinquishing control. I mean, too often we wanted to have all these pieces. Too often do we wanna give money and still hold on to control. Too often do we wanna give up our time and still hold on to control. Too often do I wanna give up my social capital, but I wanna hold on to the control. Too often do I filter everything, everything through what I can do and what I can manage. And and again, it's this journey of understanding that if I want to be someone who's generous and someone who sees generosity in a transformative way, the hard thing for me to understand is that as a person, as an individual, all my generosity individually can be as a transaction. But if I want it to be transformative, I need to let it go. I need to realize that it's something bigger than myself. I need to understand that there's something greater at stake. And I don't have all the pieces of the puzzle together. Right? I might just have a few. I might just have part of it, but I'm not gonna be the one that sees it all the way to the end and that's okay. I think of David who thought in, in, in scope, in, in escape of, of generations, he was building up wealth and partnerships and allies so that the next generation could build a temple. He's building up these pieces for the next people. And there's gonna be so many times and there's gonna be a number of times in your life, in our lives, or you're not gonna see the fruit of your generosity. And that's okay. It's not ours to see. If we really believe in pushing forward the kingdom of God, we need to understand that it's not about us. It's let your will be done, right? Not my own, but your will, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If that was the model prayer that Jesus gave us. That applies to all aspects of our lives. It is god's will it's what he's going to do so as we begin to be challenged by the rhythms and scopes of our lives and being to to think of like how are we being generous and how am i being generous with what i have allocated to me with what i've been in charge of what i've been called to be a steward of how am i allowing it to just flow freely through me so that someone else something else bigger and greater than me can happen so again, it's not about me, but it's about him. It's about showing him about showing his light to other people and allowing that to be transparent through me. so as we we reflect on these pieces, I, I just want you to begin to think about what area of your life you need to relinquish control in. And what area of your life can you be more generous with? Could it be your finances? Could it be your time? to be the resources that you have. You might have been out served and not serving yet. You might be thinking like I should support this other organization, but I'm not sure if I should. Whatever it might be, there's something bigger to the kingdom of God than just what we see in the natural world. And When we tap into those things, amazing things happen. So I encourage you to reflect. I encourage you to be challenged by the word of God and really, really be able to push through and take that reflection into action. Hope you guys have a great day and continue to press forward. Love you, Inspire fam. Um, take care and God bless.
0: To everyone who has tuned in, this is your chance to live out a life of generosity even now. Go ahead and head over to our website at inspirechurches.com and be part of our 25 for 25 matching grant. We are so excited to have this opportunity so we can build God's church together and be a light in our community. Well, thank you for listening and may these life-giving practices go beyond our 30-day journey as we become a people who abide in